And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I do have a taste. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hating. Welcome back to Point of Contention. Five topics, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. We got Andrew Schleck producing. Coming up on the show, are there any West contenders? Paul George goes down. Jalen Brown leaving town. Grading the rebuilds and Towns and Edwards back in Minnesota. Also, welcome to those of you watching on YouTube. Subscribe right now. Go click the little Athletic NBA show name there. Click subscribe. It's right. It's like it's like th- it's one of those. Yeah, somewhere there. Go click it right now. If if you're not watching on YouTube, it sounded like weird audio, but you should go to YouTube and subscribe. You can watch us talk. What's better than that? Also, what's better than the bounce? The essential NBA newsletter to your mailbox for free every damn morning of the week, Monday through Friday, written by yours truly, and you get some actual good stuff from Shams Tarania in there, as opposed to me just babbling about, I don't know, MVP or something like that, or whoever's in the tournament still. Uh, Hey, today, March 23rd, National Chip and Dip Day. Marcus is still getting his coffee, so Will, I will ask you, what's the best chip and dip combo? Oh, man, I got to go chips and queso. I'm not a guacamole guy. Queso, that's a a good call, man. I'm a a chips and queso guy for sure. Whenever I go to to a Mexican spot, I got to get me some chips and queso. That's a must. Yeah, the queso can be kind of a dangerous game, though, right? Because if the queso is just not right, it has like that little weird film on the top that you got to break through and you got to stir it up with the chip. And then that chip's got to go, man. You can't trust that chip once you 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 stir that that. up. Yeah, you got to toss that one. But then after that, you're good to go. Guac also like so I would I would probably go chips and guac, um, but man I've had some bad guacs before. <laughs> I've had some real <laughs> bad guacs before. Like you gotta you gotta make sure that thing is authentic. Yeah, I'm on the other end. I've never had a good guac. I'm not oh, a guy, I'm not a guac guy whatsoever. Okay. Get that green stuff out of my face. I don't want any part of any guac. For sure. Yeah. I I think uh, you know if you're going at home if you're playing at home. Does a does a seven layer bean dip count as like an actual dip, or is that cheating? I'm a seven layer bean dip guy. I, I'll definitely approve that one. I've had yeah. some, some good seven layer dip before it, for sure. It's weird you never see that out in the wild. You can only buy it at the store to come home. I know, right? You never yeah. you never see it like yeah. Let me order some seven layer dip while I'm at the spot. You, you yeah, don't, you'll never see that. I've never seen that on a menu before. Maybe they just put it on chips and they call that nachos. Um, all right, let's get to our two <laughs> contestants. If one of them will ever join us in this corner from the Paris of the South, the best beat writer the Big Easy has ever produced, the author of the future book, the pick swap that wasn't the one, the only Will Gilry. Will, what's the best food? That New Orleans has to offer. Oh man, we just bringing me here to get the food corner, mm-hmm. and I like it. I like it. A New Orleans guy's talking some food. 
<laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. Uh, nah, I gotta go. Uh, char grill oysters, brother. number one on my list. If Ooh, you had char grill oysters in New Orleans, it'll I mean, change your life. You know what's and messed going, up, Will? Can I say something that's messed up? Uh-oh. I developed an allergy to oysters in my thirties, oh. so I've had them before. They're amazing. Can't eat them anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? It's an awful. That, that take. is such an awful take. Are you what? serious? They're amazing. Oh, no, he said they're amazing. Oysters is the best thing out of New Orleans. What are you going? I po-boy? mean, I understand. I mean, I, I, we're talking about I mean, as a, perhaps as a the world's cuisine. best cuisine. Listen, man, man, you can have you a lot of like an appetizer. And well, I, I, had a, I had a, a second option I, I up here. I got so char grill oysters number Come one, on. mm-hmm. and I got not just any old gumbo. I got my mom's gumbo number oh, two. Oh wow! Don't get gumbo from wow. any spot. You got to mm-hmm. get a family member's gumbo. Family members mm-hmm. gumbo. That's that's the uh, hey, top when five. You get for sure. yes, yes. In this corner. Marcus Thompson. I'm not doing the whole intro. You weren't here. You were you were getting coffee that was burning. Apparently, it's Marcus Thompson by his books. Uh, Marcus, coffee on fire. What's the best food in Oakland? Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh man, it's not actually Oakland food. It's our versatility, right? It's like international, right? Like you, you know, what I'm saying it's it's not Oakland food. It's like you got great Mexican, you got great Cuban. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. so with that said, I'm gonna go with a burrito truck. <laughs> a good carne asada for the burrito truck, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's some good ones there. All right, that's enough banter. You can tick that box. Schleck, start the clock. Are there any real West contenders? The Bucks, current favorites to win the NBA title, according to BetMGM, with other teams in the East like the Celtics and the Sixers, also with high odds. I'm curious. The West have a team that could actually beat one of these teams. Healthy Suns, the Denver Nuggets, the Warriors, Marcus, hmm, anybody else? Can you think uh, the Clippers could get it together? Any of those teams, Memphis, Sacramento, Will, I'll start with you. Um, anybody in the West that you legitimately think like, all right, it's this team versus the Bucks. It's this team versus the Celtics. It's this team versus the Sixers. I got this team. My uh, my initial reaction when I read the question, honestly, was Memphis, uh, just because with, with Ja coming back, and I, I really kind of like Memphis all year, but I feel like with all the Ja stuff going on, we really haven't soaked in the fact that just Brandon Clark is gone now, and mm-hmm. Steven Adams probably will be gone for and, a minute. And Dylan Brooks is still there. And Dylan Brooks That's is still tough, there. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, a big part of their identity was just the way they beat people up and the way they attacked the offensive boards with those big guys and just them not being there. Uh, I feel like that's tough. And, uh, you know, I, so I, I'm probably scratching Memphis off my list. If I'm being real, man, it sounds crazy. I probably got to throw Phoenix up there. Yeah. <laughs> Even though KD isn't healthy, we don't know what they're going to look like. But I just feel like you plop KD on the floor with Book, with CP and Aiden, with Monty coaching, and they'll probably figure it out. Uh, you know, I'll just put them against anybody, and I'm like, if I see KD and Book out there, I feel like they got a damn good chance of winning. And I feel like if they do pull this off, it'll be one of the craziest stories in NBA. If this dude plays three regular season games and then comes <laughs> back for the playoffs and they end up winning the West, I feel like that should be the new rule. It'd be like, for just throw away KD's current contract. I want to see every year KD's like, I'm announcing what team I'm signing with mm-hmm. on April 1st, and mm-hmm. we're going to win the championship. I That's what I want to see for the rest of KD's KD. season. Absolutely. Um, Marcus. 
The Warriors going to do it? The Nuggets? The Kings? It's got, you know what the craziest part is? Like, out of all these teams, I believe in this team the, the least, but I think they got the best chance of winning it all. <laughs> The Denver Nuggets. Oh, <laughs> you, you don't believe this. Get out of here. I, no, like everybody else, it's like major, major question marks, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could say the Warriors, if Wiggins come back, if Gary Payton is right, like it, you could say like Phoenix, if KD is healthy, right? You could even go Clippers, if Paul George is not hurt. Like everybody is like one hot run away. Where you don't want to write them off because we seen them do it, and Denver's like, "Yo, we roll, like we got full squad, like we ready." Yeah. So like they're the most realistic chance, but they also they're not winning the title. Three straight MVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, in the center of it all, it's, and it's, they're probably the most disrespected out of all of these teams, right? right? Yeah. Like, whenever we have this conversation, them. everybody's Nobody going out of their way to not pick the Nuggets. That's why I'm going with Denver because they run away with the one seed, like, and, and everyone's like, "Nah, they, this team doesn't matter." Yeah, <laughs> but like, their like make a run, get hot at the right time, click feels the most realistic out of everybody, right? If we were we were putting this down on Bet MGM, like, who's got the the best odds like they're not waiting for somebody to come back right they're not like hoping no. yeah they're just like yo this, we, this is how we've been rolling for a while right and the other option the other team you can say that about is the kings and it's like which one you really think of <laughs> well, the, well i mean the kings are a really bad defense um, oh they're awful right I they mean, give really up 126 they give up 126 points to a team missing three starters <laughs> to a jazz like Laurie marketing is on the side having a party like whoa that's what i'm, what I'm saying like denver is the yeah. most you know what denver is like it's like yo i could I, I didn't really get into harvard but i'm not going to community college what's a really good state school like a safe mm-hmm. pick mm-hmm. like that's denver right i'm gonna go have a nice you know what I'm saying? Like, Cal State Northridge. That's Denver. They like, probably man. got like a good engineering program or something. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you still going to make it. It ain't mm-hmm. sexy, but you're going to be all right. Like, that's Denver, mm. I feel like. Yeah, I, okay. I do I do worry about Jamal Murray's health because he, he doesn't look all that healthy to me. Like, I kind of think, like, just shut him down for the next two weeks and then have him come back and see see what's what. And their defense is a little suspect as well. Uh, but yeah, maybe it should be Denver. Uh, well, Will's still, Denver's also just in this thing. Like, it's like the Bucks a couple years ago, where I'm just like, nah, you got to do something in the playoffs before Literally, we're gonna talk about you that like, that it's way. Like the same, right? Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> as, and as much as we like their starters, I feel like their bench. I don't trust any of those dudes. Like when you start bringing in like Christian Braun and Thomas Bryant, I'm like, all right, I don't know if I. You can know see what these the dudes. crazy thing is? You know he pronounces his name Christian Brown. Brown, yeah, that's right. I that do that. And is I still unacceptable. I refuse. <laughs> yeah, I'm with. It's Christian Braun. You spell it B-R-A-U-N. That's not Brown, buddy. That's Braun. No O's or W's in there, my Mm-mm. man. How is that Mm-mm. a Brown? You know what's troubling about Denver, and that, that kind of makes me pause, is they're like a very, I mean, the Warriors are a terrible road team. Denver's not a good road team. Like, yeah. Yeah. They got, are they going into Milwaukee, into Boston, and winning? Like, that's with Michael Porter. Right, but, like, but I don't know. at that point, Hey, they made the finals. And exactly, right? You know, At like that, that point, yeah. They rolled. I listen to the conference finals. I'll be like, all right. Like, hey, this man. is good. 
I'm just going to find me a good wife who loves me, have a couple kids. I'm going to get a nice job. Like, I'm going to differ this thing out. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Nuggets. I'm staying out the streets. Like, I believe in you, Denver. Yes. All right. Um, Let's move on to take two. Paul to the Warriors in the second round. Paul Paul Warriors of the weekend fling. Don't make me laugh while I'm talking about Paul George's injury, all right? That's messed up. Tuesday night against the Thunder. About four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Paul George's right knee collided with Lou Dort's leg. Kind of looked like a hyperextension. He had to be helped back to the locker room. He left the arena on crutches. Uh, it's a shame because the Clippers were playing really well. And PG just did a 360 dunk in a half-court set that was nasty. Like, that was some Vince Carter stuff right there. We don't have an update as of this recording from the Clippers yet, but Marcus, without PG, let's say Kawhi Leonard is completely healthy for the rest of this run, but without PG, are the Clippers sunk? See what like Yes. Clippers a ship. Yes. The Clippers sunk. They're done without oh, PG. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, wh- what are we talking about? Championship? How, Let's what? say conference finals. Nah, nah. That, like we, I mean, did we just not watch Lou Dort lock up Kawhi for the Clampton, <laughs> final man. possession? I seen to it, Marcus. Oh, I seen to it. Goodness, Kawhi's like, my guy, and I'm like, Ugh. and it really wasn't like it really wasn't a Kawhi thing. It's like who do you have belief in around him? Right, and you just took away because I think he looked around and was yes. like, oh, "Maybe I pass this, get this back." He's like, nah, "I literally not him, not him, not him, not him, not him." All right, shit. You I'm cannot gonna... tell me that's not what he was thinking. You can, all right, give it up and get it back. No, yeah. I go. No. He just, and then he just ran out of time. I literally think that's what he was thinking. Like, but, but first, can we just talk about and Zach? You gonna feel me on this? Come on, man. We need playoff P, man. Like, we need playoff uh... P. We like we as this podcast. We, we yes, as okay, basketball. Okay, we okay, need playoff okay. Pete, man. Come on, this dude produces. He produces buckets on the court. He produces well, moments. Unless Joe he Ingles produces is out stuff there. to laugh at. Like yes, there we go. Like he's great on the pod. You see here about his podcast. Like he is actually good. Like he's like saying stuff. Oh, it's you crazy. mean podcast P? We'll get plenty of podcasts. Podcast P, so, yeah. Like some cringe quotes. I, I hope he's he's a some cringe quotes. Banners in Indiana. Division <laughs> banners. <laughs> Division banners. Lose. This is one of my favorite I NBA players. like two bro. of them, man. Like, it wasn't remember even, remember my, my MVP team. season when yeah, I finished yeah, third in MVP? MVP? <laughs> I love hey, this guy, yo. Well I first. love watching him play. I love yeah. listening to him. Like, he's hilarious. And, uh, like, 60% of it is unintentional. But we yeah. cannot lose this guy right now. We That's cannot lose point. this guy right That's now, a man. Great Come point. on, P. I love this dude, man. He's the best. He literally, he was talking on his podcast. He, I mean, who says this? I was telling my homie, I'm about to lock Steph up. I got him tonight. I got him. And then he's like laughing about Steph gave him 50. He's like, I of course he do did. Nothing. But nobody says that. Like, nobody's like, can you imagine Westbrook ever admitting, yo, I'm about to shut him down. Well, but then I went that. out and I couldn't do nothing. He did that with Ricky Rubio and it didn't go well. But, uh. <laughs> Love, I love Paul George. Put that on the record. We cannot well, lose him right now. Well, can you can you see a world in which the Clippers, without a healthy Paul George, are just dragged through to the conference? Let's just say conference finals by Kawhi. Yeah, my, my I, this is a wrap without PG, man. They, they're just not like like we started out the convo saying they just when you see Kawhi out there, he can still put up numbers. He can still make a, a lot of really good plays. 
But like he's not the the Toronto Kawhi. He's not the guy that's gonna carry you through three rounds of the playoffs. I, I just think. And then when you look at the rest of that roster, it, it's just like they got re- good role players, but you you ain't winning three rounds in the West without you know PG there to kind of lift Kawhi up. And I think the other thing is like we we all kind of were scratching our head after the Russell Westbrook move. And I feel like when Russ and PG play together, it kind of works, right? Because those guys know how to play together. PG likes when Russ pushes the, the the pace and he's able to get some easy buckets. And I feel like Kawhi is more of a walk it up. Let's play mm-hmm. half court. Let's kind of take advantage of some mismatches. And we know that's just not Russ game. That's when yeah. people start standing 10 feet away from Russ, begging you to pass him the ball. And that's when you see all the weaknesses in Russ game. I feel like all of the good parts of Russ game come out when he played with PG. So, yeah, man, it was really bad seeing that injury just because it happened so late in the season. You always think about how does that affect next season uh, for the Clippers. And then the other thing with the Clippers here, this ain't a team that's that's hoping they can make the conference finals. All of them picks they gave away, they gave away Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who's fighting for first-team All-NBA. That's a team that's championship or bust. And what they got going on right now ain't championship uh, as far as what I see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I think the the, the standard has changed by now. <laughs> I think they'd be pretty happy with a conference. I'll, I'll let Paul Paul George's <laughs> podcast be the judge of that. I'm not going to let you put those. Remember my championship on. season remember when we lost in the second season. round. Yeah, remember that. Remember when he was he was you know enshrined in the Hall of Fame because he had 27 points in a game. You know, remember all that. Don't forget Yes. That's playoff. Don't forget it, baby. Playoff. Uh, All right. Let's take a quick break, fellas. When we come back, is Jalen Brown long for Boston? Back after this. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back. Take three. Brown leaving town earlier this week. The Ringer published a profile on Jalen Brown covering everything from his time at Cal to his disagreements with Kyrie while with the Celtics to his long-term future with the Celtics franchise. Brown, while he didn't say he was going to leave Boston, he left a little room for a little uncertainty. Brown, on how how long he'll be with the Celtics, quote, I don't know. As long as I'm needed. It's not up to me. We'll see how they feel about me over time and how I feel about them over time. Hopefully, whatever it is, it makes sense. But I will stay where I'm wanted. I will stay where I'm needed and treated correct. End quote. Marcus... Is this a meaningful quote? Is maybe his friendship with uh, with Kyrie going to lead him as Kyrie left the, the Cavs to explore things on his own? Is the contract extension in which he is now incredibly underpaid by his sta- by star standards? Is that going to lead to him saying, give me this new TV deal, Max? I think the hope is that this like terrifies Boston. And to say, like, yo, let's pay him, let's pay him, let's yeah. pay him. 
I just wonder for his sake, does it work against him? Right? This is like, oh well, if he gonna leave, <laughs> and then you know, like I mean, this is two pieces, right? Like, like he's a little bit on the media tour. Mm-hmm. There's a very clear message from him, like, yo, I will bounce, right? Which is a great negotiation tactic. It's great like, tactic. Yeah. yeah, it's like, hey man, I will leave. I'm, I'm good. I can walk away. I can do this. So that might be the end of it. I, in the end, I do think they pay him. In the end, I do think they say, man, like we're not doing better than this. But at the same time, you can see a world where they're like, look, if you don't want to be here, <laughs> right? Like we could we could send you to Dallas with your boy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like go, <laughs> like you go kicking it, you know what I'm saying? So, and you know, Dallas is one of the teams that he's been kind of linked to anyway, right? Just mm-hmm. sign his fridge. So, I don't think it is, but it is definitely interesting because it is very clear. Like if he's got to go. He will leave, right? Like he he got yeah. businesses to start. Like he got black people to kick it with, and like Boston ain't providing all of his needs. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, what are you saying, Marcus? <laughs> I'm saying Boston is it the holistic location for Jalen Brown's ultimate desires to be more than a basketball player? Mm, Ooh, that well, was pretty good. Well, that's bars right there. Hey, that was good. That was good. Ain't a whole lot of Dr. Umar's running around Boston for uh, <laughs> for Jalen Brown to kick it with. We can say that much. But no, I, I, I like I just like Marcus said. I respect what Jalen Brown's doing right now with his little media tour because I think he writes to say, "Hey, I'm a legit max player, and I'm tired of y'all playing hey, with my name." Hey, Will, you can't do this, Will. You can't be like I respect it and then call it a little media tour. Nah, that's a hundred percent what you can do. Nah, that's right. It was too. Nah, it was too. Pieces, he was like, know, yo, I respect your little media tone. That's the right tone. <laughs> you know, because it it's like, man, why every time a trade come up, y'all got to throw my name out there if I'm Jalen Brown? I, res- mm-hmm. I respect him being like, hey, I'm averaging 27 a game. I'm an all-star. I'm an all-NBA level dude. Stop acting like y'all could just throw my name up every time KD's peek up and say he want to trade the man. Like, if y'all really respect me like that, if y'all feel like I'm a part of what this team is building, then why does my name keep coming up every summer? So I can respect Jalen Brown being like, you know what? Hey, that's a world where I just bounce on y'all. It ain't y'all choice to get rid of me. I will just bounce on y'all. And I, I can, and you know, if you're Boston, it's, we can say, hey, we'll just let Jalen walk. But I don't, I don't think that's the world they want to live in, where it's Tatum and Brogdon and, and Marcus Smart trying to win the East, where you got Giannis with his super team over there. You got, you know, Philly getting stronger. I, I think they need Jalen Brown just to keep up in the east so i think he's doing the right thing saying hey stop putting my name in these trade rumors when it's time to pay me my supermax give me my bread and and if you're boston i think you got to respect his mind because if you let him walk then it's the same thing we do with all of these other teams once one star walks then we look at that other star Mm -hmm. and start saying all right what's up with tatum is he gonna stay in boston so i think it's a scary time for the celtics because the bucks have passed them up Philly's probably about to pass them up in the standings. So uh, I think they're kind of on the downward trend. And now this stuff is coming out with Jalen Brown. How much is this going to be a distraction? Uh, you know, Joe Mazzula ain't exactly the guy that the Celtics fans are in love with right now. That, uh, that shine went away real quick. Quick. <laughs> so real that interim tag left. It was- <laughs> Man, it was out of there. They started calling him the clapper, like Jason Garrett. It, it, it was It's rough out there in Boston right now. Uh, it- so they better win some games because I'll tell you this much about Jalen. He'll bounce, just like Marcus said. He ain't one of these dudes that's mm-hmm. like, I'll stay around just for the team chemistry. I feel good. Nah, if he's he if he feels like he's not wanted, he'll dip and not even think twice about it.
the amount of throwing poison into the well that other GMs are about to do based off this quote is going to be spectacular. You're going to see wild rumors about the Celtics and Jalen Brown over the next year. I promise you like wild rumors about like getting him away and stuff like, and I don't even know how much any of it's going to be true. It might be little kernels of truth, but I'm telling you the next year is going to be chaos for Celtics fans. Unless, unless they come out and say, yeah, we're going to give you that super max as soon as you hit free agency. Cause they can't sign an extension unless they fix in the CBA. They can't sign an extension because it's not even close to the amount of money he's going to get. Not even close. Like, he's about to get stupid paid. And the uh, money he's earned. I mean, he's made a serious jump this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the last two years, he's been – he's way I mean, outperformed yeah, his, his contract. His, yeah. his, fi- his performance in the finals alone, that was like cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially as Tatum good. came up real short. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> coming up after the break, confidence in rebuilding teams. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals, and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up-to-date first-party data, enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash show 23 That's linkedin.com slash show 23 for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash NBA show 23 and get started. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Take four. Rebuild gone wrong on Tuesday. Our own Kelly Eco and Sam Vecini wrote about the state of the rebuild in Houston. If Jalen Green can be franchise player, the recent good play from Jabari Smith Jr., that's a new thing because he's been pretty terrible this year. Shangun's impact and more. At the end of this piece, this question was posed to Sam. What's your confidence level in the success of this rebuild on a scale of 1 to 10? 10 being extremely confident and success means getting back to the postseason in the next three seasons. 
Guys, clearly in the next draft, and particularly this lottery, will have a lot to do with how you feel about any rebuild. But this year's draft aside, how do we feel about the Rockets' rebuild? Will, on a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you in this Rockets group? Yeah, I love just the the fact that the the 10 is just getting back to the postseason where you could be like the 10 seed and making it to the playoffs. And hey, this world. Playoffs so and we, playoffs. Let's go for the ten seed, everybody. Let's hope. Let's let's shoot for the stars. Do you know the amount uh, of improvement they would have to have to get close to the ten seed right now? Uh, that's a fact. Because like, I, I would just literally watch, like twenty games though. Yeah, I just watched two Rockets games in a row, and it Ooh, was that rough. Is rough. That's it was rough. rough. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a four just because only reason I give it that much is because I like Jalen Green. I feel like mm-hmm. they hit on the Jalen Green pick. He's gonna He's be good. good. But I hate everything about what they're doing in Houston. Just the way they just have a team full of like a – it's just like an AAU team. It's a bunch of young dudes. They're out there doing whatever. Shingun's just throwing up random shots. I don't know what they're doing with Steven Silas. If that front – they, they're like convinced James Harden is coming back to save the day. That's a whole a bunch of them thing, down there. Man. That's a it's weird It's just – it's so weird what they got going on in Houston. I don't like anything they're doing. And and <laughs> if Wimbenyana goes there, I, I would be really depressed because I, I feel like I just want him to go somewhere <laughs> with more organizational, just a direction. Like we know what we're doing. We know where we're going. Yeah. And if he goes there, it'll just be like – just take 25 shots, Wimby, and we'll, we'll see what we can do next year. Marcus, scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about the Rockets rebuild? Eight. Whoa! Wow. You, you got I, – I can't believe you're missing the epicness of this tank here. Like, this is this is choreographed chaos that's happening. You are so asleep on what's going down in Houston right now. Mm. Look, if they get Wimby Yama and, like, a veteran on the team somewhere, maybe oh, somebody over twenty five, a guy with a beard. It, even if, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, think about that. They are. They've gotten so James bad. Hard, James Harden that cannot James, be your veteran. Friend. No, he cannot. <laughs> he cannot. Especially not in Houston, right? No, not in the East. I'm gonna show y'all, boy. He'd be like, y'all don't know way. about the old spots. Let me take you to. <laughs> Let me tell you. And Wimby can't hide in NAD spots. If you see nah. a big seven four dude walk in the mm-hmm. spot, you're gonna notice him. They are. Like they're in play for the biggest like draft prospect in fifty years, right? They are uh, uh, like uh, like if you're a veteran NBA player and need a like a revival, mm-hmm. like Houston is perfect for you. Like you gonna get the ball, you gonna get leadership yeah. roles. Like you just ask John Wall, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not, oh, not. I, I'm saying it like you still good. You just oh, need to play like not oh, like. Don't do that. I've been gone oh, for two wow. years. John Wall. Wow. John Wall's good. Nah, he was I'm, great on the offensive. Hey, he better than he Justin Patton. All right. I'm just saying, like he was There's a little the, further down the, the road than what the, I'm talking about. The line of demarcation. Are you yeah, better right, than Justin <laughs> Patton? <laughs> He's a little bit further down the road than I'm talking about. I'm talking about you know, yeah. thirty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like like an Eric Gordon. No, it's too far down the road. <laughs> <laughs> too, too far down the road. I just feel like they're they're like in position for somebody to come and say, "Yo, I could make something out of you." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I could do something with you. Uh, and and, I, and when I, it come to uh, when it come to Texas and Florida, we always got to throw the taxes into into the mm-hmm. discussion. Yeah. These dudes making thirty million a year. You go to one of these states where they ain't taking all your money. It plays a factor. We, we yes, can never does. forget that. Yeah. Well, you know, they throw a bunch of money at Jalen Brown. 
Yeah. I'm just saying. Maybe. Maybe. Him and James Harden? No, him and Wimby, though. No. No, no, no. You can't do that. You can't do, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, let's do some quick hitters here. Scale of 1 to 10. Will, how do you feel about the Magic rebuild? I like Paolo and, uh, and Franz. And I think, you know, I just question what they got going on at point guard. I know Magic fans are going to hate it, but I, I like Paolo and Franz, so that's a good start. Um, Marcus, Magic, 1 to 10. I'm high. I'm high. Yeah, I'm a 10, man. Paolo's a, yeah. a, a monster. Franz is a monster. And you know what they have that, like, I mean, Houston actually has it, but I think it's more like what Will said. It's like, man, that's like straight EBYL. <laughs> Basketball, <laughs> right? Like they just out there. Tari still plays like that, man. It, yeah, he's been he in the league for a while. He's just doing whatever he wants. But Orlando has an identity, though. They are mm-hmm. big. They are yeah. physical. They play hard, right? Like yeah. they've got an identity. Now they just need some pieces, like in the right place. But that team has been. Ain't, who's skinny on that team? Like they don't even have a skinny <laughs> Bobo. Dude. Yeah, they Come don't. on now. Oh, that Bobo, Bobo is like the skinniest yeah. dude they got, right? We, but we of can, course, the can, one skinny guy is like that. seven four. We can stop with Bobo, right? We don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> no, nah, we can't. We we He's gonna keep good. doing it too. He's we not gonna keep doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh should I put the Thunder in here? The Thunder are playing for the play in. They're playing for the sixty. They, they don't count anymore. That the rebuild's rebuild done. Is done. Yeah. What about the Pistons? One to ten, Will. I got them incomplete. Just because I, I haven't seen Kane kind of enough. Y'all don't get a grade. I got to see Kay Cunningham play basketball games before I give y'all a grade. So Why y'all got to incomplete. Cool, man. Right. Nah, man. You got to complete is, your assignments before you get I a grade. I believe Cade Cunningham has played fewer games through his first two seasons than one Zion Williamson. Oh, wow. That's a low bar. Actually, that might not be true because I think Zion yeah. missed the whole year. But it's close. It's close. Yeah. That, that's not a good. Uh, yeah, Marcus. He played like 20 in his first year. Yeah, Marcus, what's the, the, like the terrible a, Pistons for you? I was like it too, but they got James Wiseman. They up to a good four oh, now. Boy, Let's go. Right, yeah. James Wiseman, baby. The big man that they needed. You know, it's a bad sign for both me and the Pistons is I saw that Mar- Marvin Bagley III had 30 last night. And uh, and I was like, I was like, oh god, this this it, for some reason in my head it clicked that Wiseman had the thirty. I was like, oh, this the whole conversation is about to be so annoying it's on the internet. All, and then oh, I was like, wait a second, no, it's that's still <laughs> going to be, it's still going to be, it are, it's it is off sixteen and eight. So watch, watch when he actually gets to thirty. <laughs> when he actually gets to thirty, oh my god, they're gonna burn the everything the he does. Warriors fan, <laughs> Joe Lacob, Joe Lacob was right. This is Steph Curry's fault. Like people are going crazy. Take five. Back in towns, our own Shamstrania reports on Wednesday morning after missing 51 straight games with a grade three calf strain that was initially reported as a four to six weeks return. Minnesota Timberwolves star Carl Anthony Towns will return tonight versus the Atlanta Hawks, barring a setback in pregame. Sources tell The Athletic nine games remaining as the Timberwolves battle for playoff positioning. The Wolves also listed Anthony Edwards as questionable for Wednesday's game. Timberwolves got a much-needed win on Monday against the Knicks thanks to a nearly perfect Torian Prince game, 35 points on 12 shots. But the news of their two stars returning couldn't come at a better time. Wolves sit at ninth in the West as of this recording with games against the Hawks, the Warriors, the Kings, the Suns, and the Lakers upcoming. Marcus, after these five games, are the Wolves still in the hunt? For what? Uh, Playoffs? Top six. Top six. They're like a half game back. Nah. Wow. I don't think so. I think it's a big nah. game against the Warriors coming up. 
they is do. it on the road for the Warriors? Nah, nah. It's a, it's a, it's oh, it's that chasing. chasing it? Okay, it's so that's a, that's a loss for the Wolves. And if Carl Anthony Towns is playing, that's definitely a loss. Uh, oh, don't, don't, don't say that out loud. Him. Dang don't it, my bad. Him. I'm sorry. He missed 51 games in a row. That's why. He's going to be trash when he gets oh, back. Okay. Do you, Will, what are the chances Carl Anthony Towns comes back in the best shape of his life? I would say with a calf injury, not high. I, I see him on the sideline. He's not coming back from the sideline. <laughs> How long is he gonna take to get in basketball shape? Like he and I have the same jawline right now. It's not. Yeah, like I it's not looking good. <laughs> then you got the whole like Rudy was chilling, man. Rudy was living his best. Rudy's life. playing well. Man. Yeah, Rudy's Rudy. like playing really that's good done. basketball. That's done. That's ah, over. Like that's yeah, out. That's a wrap. <laughs> but with with the two bigs on the court, Ant's gonna have plenty of room to operate. Right? No, no, no. Well, at least at least Tori and Prince will get more. Oh, oh, no, no, yeah. Well, Kyle Anderson's been really really good, so you can still play him at the four. Yeah, play my point. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. See, that's where I was going with it because I feel like low key, the Timberwolves are kind of uh, like made an identity without Carl Anthony Towns with you know playing Ant, Jaden McDaniels, and Kyle Anderson together. Mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of figured something out with those three dudes just being long, athletic. Making some plays in transition, Anthony Edwards was able actually to get into the paint and not have three people on top of him every time, which was an interesting way to play basketball. Yeah. Especially uh, but, with two of them were his teammates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now <laughs> he's gonna have the two bigs out there. They're gonna want to get Carl involved. They're gonna start running these big, big pick and rolls again. It's like you're basically just starting all over with ten games left in the season. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I just, I'm not that excited about it. I never was excited about Towns and Gobert playing together. And yeah, I, I'm just, it's, of course, I mean, Towns is a super talented player. You want him on the basketball court. It's just a weird fit, man. It's just a weird fit. It yeah. never was really that great of a fit. And y'all saying go back playing well. I, I can't lie. I saw a stat the other day that Walker Kessler has twice as many blocks as Gobert this season. It's like not more, but two times as many blocks as Gobert, which yeah. is crazy. It's, you know why? Because yeah, people man. actually challenge Walker Kessler. They know better. Yeah, they're afraid of Gobert. They're scared to yeah. Gobert. How you many come, shots you come, altered? You come into the paint against Gobert, you're getting baguettes and blocks. They know that. <laughs> you, come on. You better be ready. That's truffle butter, baby. Wait. Mm-hmm. You slipping. Mm-hmm. You're going to get caught slipping in the truffle yep. butter. You come in the paint. Carl Towns is gonna come back jacking a bunch of threes because he's gonna that, be out of well, shape. That's yeah. what he should do, though. He's a he's a historically good shooter, like historically good. He's like, <laughs> you don't think he's the greatest he shooting big a, man of all time? He said he's a historically I, solid shooter. No, he's forty percent <laughs> no. for his. I mean, you just went real. He's a historically. Well, because here's the problem: is like scoring's out of control now, man. So like, it is. You gotta crazy. be like forty six percent to be great now. He's 40. He's 40%. That's historically good. And I think, you know, no offense to Chris Finch, who's done a great job. He's the second all-time winningest coach in Timberwolves history at 98 victories. That, you just cannot promo that stat. You can't promo that I can't that say stat. it enough. I can't no, say it No, I'm enough. saying if you're the Timberwolves, you That's just got to let that you ride. Can't you can't let, let that ride. Yeah, you got to wait for him to get to 100 be like, yeah, hey, 100 yeah. wins for Chris yeah, Finch. Yeah, exactly. You got you to let the media discover that one. You can't yeah, be out here promoting that. You can't, you I think Luke that. Walden had more wins than that as interim coach of the Warriors. <laughs> might have. Facts, right? Yeah. But literally at five in one stint, right? <laughs> so if I could give some advice to the second winningest coach in Timberwolves history, who's been on the job two and a half years, um, I would say use Carl Anthony Towns like he's like a Clay Thompson or 
you know, a guy to space the floor instead of a star. Like a Kevin Love, right? Like, like a, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a little more than a Kevin Love. Yeah, like, I mean, Kevin Love just stand on the perimeter and shoot. That's all you, that's pretty much what he does. Yeah. I <laughs> like stagger it to where you could use Carl Anthony Towns as Carl Anthony Towns when Gobert's not in the game. But man, like, he should be taking 10 threes a game. Easy. Easy 10 threes a game. Otherwise, it looks like that constipation they had in the first. 10, 15 games of the season, whatever that was. Because that I don't was. Know if, I don't know tough. if he should be taking shots away from Tori and Prince, though, man. Last time I saw that, you, you know what? That That's man true. ain't miss a shot. <laughs> that, he was, man, Tori and Prince was hot. Bro, ruined. Was crazy. Ruined 57 from Julius Randle. It felt like ruined he ruined it. like Julius Randle's mental health at the end mm-hmm. of that game, too. Yeah, that wasn't My good. Goodness. That wasn't that was good. Not, that was, like, man, somebody, I hope somebody taps him on the shoulder and was like, hey, bro, you all right? Is there anybody in the NBA who's more tired during games than Julius Randle? It looked Kevon like Looney. <laughs> it looked like Julius' yeah, soul is leaving his ends. body in the fourth that's quarter. That's actually working in both ends. <laughs> I know. Hey, Kevon Looney walks away from the jump ball with both hands on his hips. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to do it for this week's Point of Contention. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to all the podcasts on the Athletic Podcast Network, Warriors Plus Minus, anything is possible. Down to dunk, no dunks, glue guys, sixes beat, and the Bun and Cardigan show. For Will Guillory, for Marcus Thompson, for Andrew Select, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time. And hey, subscribe to the bounce.